was like, wait a minute. Are these pockets? I'm like, these are the crit pockets. But in the front, though, it's check. So it's like duality. It's like, yeah. The pants, the outside of the pants show who I am. The outside, the like, the inside I'm, of the pockets, like, you know, mess with me. Like, exactly. I got that thing for you. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about pajama pants, by the way. For the people in the room. Hi. Oh, was that Deborah Cox? Yes, it I was. I was just thinking about her. I don't know why I was thinking about Deborah Cox. But I really love Deborah Cox. Yeah, I love Deborah Cox. And this photo actually looks like me right now because oh it has gosh. straight hair. Yes, it does. <laughs> yeah, guys, I straightened my hair. Hey. Hey, long hair don't care. Mm-hmm. So when I can't call you J-Nots no more, I just gave you your nickname. Remember, I told you in like previous pods, my name was Nigahontas. <laughs> when I was at elementary school. Oh my God, is Nigahontas making a comeback? Yes. For 2020. I don't oh think the only thing gosh. is it's, it's, it's very pro- problematic now. You already know people would say, "Oh my God, you can't say nigga and who can call you that?" And blah blah blah. Yes, it's Nigahontas. Oh my God. Well. Back in full effect <laughs> in the in the, tw- in the 2020. Oh my gosh. But hey guys! Hi, welcome back to the Behind the Stage Pod. I'm your girl, Roni Ron. And I am Nigga Hauntus, <laughs> formerly known as J Not. J Not. Formerly known, known as Danielle with a J. Yes. You have mad names. Yeah, all of a sudden now. Yes, all of a sudden now, I have mad names, but yes, I'm Jinya McCoy. We're back. Episode 18. Are you sure? I swear last episode was 17. I we s- have had this discussion. <laughs> episode 18. I'm saying it like, you know, owning it. Oh saying God. it with confidence. I swear I remember us saying last week that last time's episode was episode 18. I nah, swear. it was 17. It was 17. Okay, you, you talk and I'm going to figure it out right it now like I did last time. So it let's just see one, two, three, four, five, and here six, she goes seven, eight, on the pot nine, ten, so eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. You're right. So last was seventeen. Yeah. This is eighteen. Shit. You're mm-hmm. right. Or maybe Thank I'm you. okay. You're right. Um. So yes, guys, welcome back. Thank you so much for being here. Yes. Um. You know, just two girls uh, doing what we do, living our best lives, figuring mm-hmm. it out as we go. That's what this pod is all about. Yes. I, I swear, like stuff happens in my life, and I'm literally like, yo, I can't wait. Like honestly, like this past few weeks, I've been like, yo, I can't wait to just talk my shit on the pod. Mm-hmm. Like it's. It has honestly become like therapy almost. Yeah. You know, like for sure. we're just us in discussion. Of course, okay, Janelle and I have this bad habit of having a pod before the pod where we actually talk our whole shit and then, you know, we clean it up a lot a little yeah. bit, you know what I mean? For the for the platform. Yes. But it's like we talk about so many different things and i'm just like yo we have to like bring this up on the pod because it's stuff that we know like we're not the only ones that who are thinking about these various things yeah so that's just what we do yeah and it's because we live like really crazy lives at the moment over the last maybe 
year or so it's just been go 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 so we'll send like a one voice message here and there but to actually meet up and talk yeah it's like okay girl this is what's happened in the last two weeks mm-hmm. and we go into detail yeah and it's been a lot it's yeah. been a lot um but anyways before we get into all that juice how was your past two weeks my past two weeks have been um ups and downs um work wise um it's 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 really interesting the fact that i find god works in very mysterious ways yes um certain things that you think are going to be forever mm-hmm. or like you have this plan um and what i'm talking about is more is work mm-hmm. and um i have this job and i'm like yeah 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 this is gonna be the job and what if whatever it's part-time it works it's um because i also do other two my other two jobs as well and then you know i'm ready in like film and tv here and there but this job was the stable one that was there for like two days during the week and everything but the last maybe two and a half months mm-hmm. i've just been feeling like i don't know if i want to do it anymore i don't know if i want to travel that far anymore and it's not as flexible as i would like so this is one particular client that you're talking yes. about okay yeah it's just not as flexible as i would like and i just felt that i was not being productive anymore and i didn't feel like i was being needed there Mm. anymore Mm -hmm. and i just had this conversation with myself like why am i here Mm -hmm. like it's it's a waste of time it's a waste of gas money i really love the company though like they're amazing Mm -hmm. they're great the staff is great everything's good but what is the benefit and um two and a half three weeks ago i walked in and i felt uneasy and i picked up my pay stub and the manager calls me in and the person is just like you know it's just not gonna work out anymore like i'm totally sorry and i looked at him and was like i'm like it's all good and he was just like really i'm like yeah it's all good i'm like it's it's gravy i'm like Mm -hmm. you know what i really appreciate him appreciating my time here and i'm good and um yeah i left and it was all good like there was no hard feelings i messaged everybody and let them know i'm like yeah you know this is what happened it's totally fine let's still keep in touch and they're like yeah you know we see you it's all good i'm like yeah it's good i even sent him a message as well i'm just like you know don't feel bad yeah don't feel bad because he's a younger guy too and he's very like he doesn't want to hurt anybody's feelings yeah. and stuff. And he sees me being like very strong and I'm um, older and I have a little bit more experience in um, the retail field and so on. But we both knew that it just wasn't really working out and one of us had to pull the plug. And I'm glad he did, to be honest. And um, yeah, I mean, no one likes to get let go. So when I left, I was just like... Oh, but I think like... I think we're just in this place in life now where you can, you have enough insight to recognize those moments yeah. as like confirmation in your own spirit. Exactly. You know what I mean? Because like you said, like if you weren't going to do it, sometimes I feel like God puts you in positions where you're like kind of 
forced into into or out of something yeah. because you wouldn't otherwise do it. Yeah. But you know it's not the right fit. Exactly. You know, and that's career and relationships, of course. So, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. it just wasn't the right fit. And I sent a message. I was like, yo, no hard feelings. We're good. Don't, like, I don't want this to be awkward. It's all good. Mm-hmm. And literally, I'd say a few days later, that other opportunity I told you about came about. Mm-hmm. And that kind of threw me for a loop. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. cool. This is different. And prep for it and everything. And yeah, that turned out to be something great. So um, yeah, it looks like that possibly is the direction that I'm going into. And I still have my other freelance jobs that I'm doing and just rolling with punches. So you can't mention it right now. I cannot mention it right now. Because <laughs> everyone's like, what? What job? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. But you guys will soon find out. Um, yeah, a lot of great a lot of great things. Like All I will really say is to really stay the course. Yes. And always be on your A-game. Yes. Always be on your A-game. Like, you never know who's watching. Who's watching. Absolutely. You never know who's speaking your name and i swear you are like sometimes i I tell my people i'm like sharona osborne aka nipsey (laughs) because sharona has some gems that sticks with me and i'm just like okay poet like where are you coming with this stuff like maya angelou like where are you coming with this stuff and you mentioned something to me before where it's like something about i think I don't know if it was, I think you heard it somewhere where, or you saw it in a quote where your name is going to be in, in spaces uh-huh. or environments where you're not in. Yeah. Like yeah. people are going to know about you before and talk you about there. you before you get there. Mm-hmm. And I've found that to be very true in my life mm-hmm. because there are certain people that have told me that people have mentioned my name obviously in good ways Mm -hmm. about what I do and who I am and so on and like I style here and there but people don't like people know us as stylists Mm -hmm. and so forth but they don't really see us out there really promoting it because we got other things going on and we don't really consider ourselves like stylist anymore it's more like costume or you as even a producer or a writer an actor me as a visual merchandiser a motivational speaker um fashion all that jazz but it's very interesting to know that people still look at us in a specific way mm-hmm. and um still talk about us from our past stuff or our past work and bring it up to people that we don't even know yeah so guys like obviously this is not this <laughs> it's a little early for the off-figure tip but really and truly stay the course yes. stay the course just keep grinding keep moving um always make sure that wherever whatever space you're in to put your best foot forward Yes, and serve with excellence because yes. I know that you are a person, you know, really since I've known you, that 
you know, you've always taken opportunities that put you in rooms. Mm -hmm. Even if you are just assisting or just, you know, folding the clothes or whatever the case may be, the point is you're in those places. Exactly. And while, you know, the the head person in charge is doing the job job and you're over here, you know, steaming or whatever the case may be, like steam with excellence. Exactly. Because that is what people look for. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So my week has been or my last few weeks have been um just an eye opener and just like just God is good. God yeah. is good. And I see you, God. I see what you're doing. You, you're bringing me through peaks and valleys and so on. But yeah, definitely stay the course. But how was your last few weeks? Um, well, happy uh, Women's Month, by the way. Oh, yes, girl. Yes. And happy uh, Black History Year, oh. period. Women's Year, period. Yes. Really? I yes. mean, like, yes. whatever. We'll acknowledge that it's mm-hmm. the month that the world acknowledges. But yes. I mean, we lit, you know, 365, so... <laughs> all good um yeah i mean i really i literally like before we start the pod i literally have to look at my calendar Mm -hmm. to see like what did i do in the past two weeks Mm -hmm. because it's just been a lot but um i guess i'll start with saying you know just fresh off the heels of the kumba festival Mm -hmm. um with my new show 94 and and the second showing of um our white life film and the whole Kumba experience was amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 94 play was just so well received. Thank you to everyone who came out and supported that show. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you to you as well. Yes. And, you know, it's funny because I was watching the video of it. And I meant to text you, but I was going to wait to the pod. Oh my Literally, God. I can hear all of your commentary. I'm like, were you sitting right beside the videographer? Because, uh, and I know your voice. So I'll let him, amazing so like for those of you who don't know it was my first time you know um with with one of my business partners um troy crossfield and we wrote produced directed and starred in this piece and i also um did the costume design for this piece and Mm -hmm. it's a coming of age story set in 1994 so it's a period piece so all throughout it's all the feels you know all the feedback that we've gotten was like yo the music yes you know like the the circumstances and situations that happen that people can relate to and my cast members were just so amazing Jaden, zakia carlos joe it's like Everyone just came and really um, brought this piece to life, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm just so grateful for this experience. And again, it's like what we were saying before, where like God just pushes you into position. Yes. Because we weren't supposed to direct this this piece, but we ended up directing it. Mm -hmm. And we're just like, okay, this is what's happening, you know? Um, And so it was successful. And then even just to... And we what we played our movie again, and mm-hmm. we're going you know back into production for the film and everything. But we just presented it 
at the stage that it's at. Mm-hmm. So it, all the kinks are still in, and it's not like super perfect and all that. And we're watching it every night, like, oh my god, I can't wait to change that, and I can't wait to get that angle, but and all come. those things. You know, but but what was amazing for me, I felt, remember that show Undercover Boss? Yes. I really love that show, you know, because I I felt like Undercover Boss because I would sit in different parts of the audience every night and just like be low and like listen <laughs> to people's interactions about the film, right? And I'll be like, oh, he trifling, girl. Like, Stacey's a fool. She's stupid. Like, I'm, <laughs> like, I'm saying these things like, yeah. and the people are around me like, mm-mm. Oh my god! Like laughing at parts, and you know, so it was like really cool to just observe, you know, mm-hmm. um, my other writing partner Tasia, who is a good friend of the pod too. It's like, you know, we were just sitting, and it's like, man, like it's so amazing to hear how people like react to your thoughts in your head. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was Kumba. So you know, we're we're on to the next with CHP. Yes. Um, you know, and so that was great. Also, within these two weeks, which I guess I'll talk about later, but we did um, find out that we were accepted into our first official film festival, mm-hmm. which is Toronto Short Film Festival. I was about to say, I'm like, girl, you um, gonna mention that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for our trailer piece called Roni, which is a comedy piece mm-hmm. um, written by Tasia Harris. And so, again, just, you know, God is opening doors and we're just doing the work, you know? I, I, I had to be reminded the other day to like stop for a second and smell the flowers. Yes. Because I'm literally just like, yo, I got mad shit to do. Like, second, you know, I have certain goals that I want to achieve mm-hmm. by first quarter. And, you know, it's we're now in March. And I'm just like, okay, like I really don't have no days to waste, yeah. you know. But people are like, yo, the year just started and you've already done XYZ. Well, I'm thankful to God, you know. Um, another thing that I feel is worth mentioning. So. I am on a new show right now mm-hmm. that I'm really excited about doing costume buying. Um, it's actually for a feature film, um, and it's called Flint Strong, and it is basically the story, um, a true story, about a young boxer from Detroit who went to the Olympics in 20, 2012. Mm-hmm. I can say all of that because that, that information is already on yeah. the internet. Um, but I'm doing the costume buying and just two quick things that I'd like to mention about this. So one of the leads is, um, Ice Cube, which is again, something I can mention because it's already public knowledge, but girl, let me tell you, people probably don't know this about me, but I have had an an affinity with Ice Cube my whole life. Because I love him as, I know that's so super random, but I love him as an artist. Like, what I love about Ice Cube, what I've always loved about Ice Cube, is that, like, I loved that he had a whole ass gangster ass life and career and, like, came and made, like, you know, kid movies. You know what I mean? Like, that real duality. And then you can see him and just in his overall arc as an artist, he's really like carved his own path for himself, um, but still being able to, like he can do quirky comedy, and then he can do hood hood shit. Yeah. And then he can do, you know what I mean? I, I see that he, I was seeing um, some, some um, advertisements for the uh, new Aretha Franklin film mm-hmm. that's coming out, so he's in that, and now he's doing this, and. And 
so it's like I didn't even learn that he was a part of this until like after I signed on mm-hmm. to, to do this movie. And then when I heard that he was one of the leads and like, you know, I was shopping for him over the past two weeks, I'm like, wow, like I feel like I've manifested this moment because yeah. I love me some Ice Cube and I'm not not even on no groupie thing or whatever. I don't even know how much I'll see him because I'm not on set. Mm-hmm. I'm on the road. But I was just like, for me, just on a spiritual level, I just had a moment with God like, okay, I can really like will things into existence. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And I just feel like I'm getting closer to, you know, I talk about every day. I'm like, listen, Carrie Washington, my big sister. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm going to work with Jamie Foxx. Yep. Will Smith about to be the homie. Like these are people who I love and admire yep. um, in terms of their, their arc of their career. Yes. You know? So Ice Cube is in that place for me. So I'm really excited about this job. I'm learning a lot. I'm stretching a lot. I'm, I'm learning to really hone in on my craft because I'm being challenged um, to pay attention to detail and mm-hmm. the difference between, you know, a hemline in 2012 versus 2020. Yeah. You know, all these things that you don't really think about on your day-to-day life. So I'm really um, thankful for this position. And congratulations. Thank That's you. Huge. And, um, you know, just in the union for all of our union girls, you know, doing buying on a feature film, you know, it's a good look, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, so I'm pretty much, however, you know, when 2020 started, I was all on my like, listen, I'm a self care this year, mm-hmm. and I'm a, and I still am, but it's like part of my self care is like traveling, yeah, you know, so I'm kind of like bound to the city until this show is over. But it kind of still works out because I'll be free in, like, the next two months. Yeah. You know? So I'm going to just grind it out, do what I need to do, um, collect my bag, and then, like, your girl will be flewed out instantly after that. Um, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, one more thing. I feel like <laughs> two weeks is a lot, okay? So just it really is. Um, the night brunch. Oh, yeah. So I know that... Um, you're supposed to come. Things mm-hmm. it got sold out. X Y Z. Um, so anyway, went to this night brunch with my girls, and it was a really fun experience. Like first of all, it was different because mm-hmm. we literally woke up. Like I came home after work, took a nap, and like left my house and to go eat food at midnight. Yeah. Okay, and I was like, y'all, am I greedy? Like, I know I love food. It's almost, like, very nostalgic, because I used to do that with my mom. Yeah? Back in the day, like, when, like, for the, for Americans... There's there's this Chinese restaurant, Hongshing oh, and Watu. <laughs> I knew about that place from like I was like 10, 11. Wow. Because my mom used to take me and my sister there when she would go out to go party oh my and God. come home. Oh my God, and say, let's yep, go eat. Let's go eat. Food? That's and lit. Wake us up <laughs> and then take us out there because she wants lobster. That's hilarious. So I was having lobster and shit and shrimp from like. After the club. Thank you. Wow. Yep. So, okay, I understand that. I This was a, the closest thing that I had come to this in the past was um, night brunch is a cultural thing in Dubai. Mm-hmm. But it yes. wasn't, it doesn't start at midnight. It starts at like six, exactly. seven, you know? So that was my first experience with anything like that. But we were literally at this table with cornmeal porridge and ackee and saltfish and chicken and waffles, you know, at like two in the morning but the dj was bumping and one thing i noticed and i I mentioned it to the girls i was like yo i'm probably the youngest person in this room Mm. and i 
appreciate that. That was refreshing to see grown ass people. You nice. know, like like the average age was definitely, you know, upwards of thirty five, maybe okay. thirty five to forty two was probably the range on average. And I was like, this is nice. Yeah, this is a grown folks event. You know what I mean? And and the the um, chef Karima, she's amazing, and and you can see that she's just a, a solid person that people genuinely want to support. And I was like, I just want to come and support Shorty. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, but it was nice. It was refreshing. And for me, like, I mean, going out uh, just socially is so rare that like I was like I had to take notice that oh, this is my probably my first like social thing. Yeah. Um, that's not connected to work in any kind of way in a while. Um, so it was, it was great. Um, I started my diet the day after and, um, here we are. So <laughs> yeah, that was my two weeks. Um, I actually want to talk to you about the CMOS journey. I mean, we'll oh, do that off, okay. off the pod, but I'm interested to know more about that. I can let you try some. Yeah, downstairs. I'm down. I am down for that. It's, I definitely want it's to a that. hard pill to swallow. Literally. Okay. The taste is not nice no okay. matter how you like I boil mine down with lemon and lime okay to kind of cut some of the fishiness but it's quite salty and fishy but yeah. you just take like two tablespoons so it's like seaweed no it, it tastes like that but okay. it's jello it's like jelly oh so, so the it's consistency like aloe is like yeah it's that consistency seaweed. yeah it's like aloe that would taste like seaweed got it yeah okay but so you keep it in the fridge. I have like two mason jars in the freezer. Um, wow. Yeah, but it's great. I mean, I have my cousin Roxy put me on, and um, I've I have more energy. Okay. I, I don't take. I've never. I've always been a I tell you. Like I've never taken pills and all those things for joke. Like unless I have absolutely yeah. no choice, like getting your wisdom teeth out or something dramatic but other than that it's like this has become my like daily vitamin type, okay. type thing so yeah i'll let you try some yeah for sure i'm down yeah okay so i haven't got into your business in a minute because you're always in mine <laughs> i was gonna say <laughs> what business first of all but I will have, I, I'll have business in 2020. Yes, I'm will. manifesting the business yes, in 2020. Yes, you're manifesting actually, the business. Actually. Yeah, I haven't gotten into your business in a minute, but... Um, so, obviously, we're single women. For now. Mm-hmm. For now, because we're manifesting the relationship stuff and all that jazz in 2020. Um, I was having a conversation with a gentleman friend of mine, and um, he was talking about family member and um, this family member is in a very good position financially mm-hmm. um, she's she lives alone she lives alone great job and all that and she's talking to him about relationships and how she met this guy and how he's cool and whatever whatever And um, he also has a very great job as well. And then she's just like, yeah, and after two or three months of of us dating, I found that he lives at home with his mom. So my friend was just like, okay, cool. But he's still, like, 
he's a doctor. And she's just like, yeah, 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 he's a doctor, but he lives at home with his mom. And he's just like, oh, so what, you're having second thoughts about him? She's just like, yeah, unfortunately, because I live alone. I want a guy to live alone. Mm-hmm. I I don't want this man to be like kind of catching up with me or I'm going to his place and his place is with his mom. Like, what's that about? Mm-hmm. So my friend was just like, well, did you ask him what it was about? What it was about? Mm-hmm. She was like, well, you know, he's the only child and so on. So, um, yeah, he's just like his mother's getting older and he felt that he needs to be with his mom and you know i've heard this story quite a bit with men um when they're usually like the only child and so on and their mom or dad and so forth they don't whether maybe the father passed away or the father is just not in the picture or whatever the son steps up and says you know what it's just me and my mom in the house. Like, I know what I bring to the table. I'm helping her. I don't look at it as me living with her. I look at it as where we live in this house together. And this is where the whole double standard thing comes into play. Right. Because I live with my mom. Mm-hmm. And a man doesn't have a problem with that. Like, it is what it is. But I know men that live with their mother... And I can't lie to you. There's some times where I'm just like, mm, I don't know. Yeah. And I don't know why I think like that. It's fucked to think like that because you don't know people's situations. Like, you have no idea. But what are your thoughts on that? Like, I find there's just a huge double standard when there it comes is. on to women and men. What's acceptable for a woman is not acceptable for a man by no means why the hell is it like that yeah um yeah i mean it's been that way since the beginning of time i suppose just because men are expected to um be providers Mm -hmm. you know and protectors and Mm -hmm. you know the hunters and all those things and um so i guess when a woman hears a man lives with his mother instantly it's oh you haven't left the nest you can't you know what i mean but one thing that i'd like to point out which i feel goes totally um missed when we're in our culture Mm -hmm. is the fact that to me a lot of times the that particular situation and that particular issue and then how we view it in society is like a black people thing mm-hmm. because in other cultures that's a real thing it is not strange yeah for adults like adult mm-hmm. pair um children or whatever to still live in the family home exactly you know what i mean until you get married exactly you know what i'm saying and it doesn't mean and then the other misconception is you think that because you live in that in that home with your family you don't have any ownership in that home Mm -hmm. you know what i mean you can very well own the property and and you know decide to buy a five bedroom home for the eight of you or -hmm. whatever as opposed to going on road and renting 
the, the one room from Johnny just to say I that you on are own. on your own. Yeah. So it's like this. I don't. So back to homegirl, you know, dude is a doctor. You yeah. Said, right. She's also a doctor. I believe like either a doctor or a lawyer. Or okay. So they both have great jobs. Mind yeah. you, let's be real too. Like, depending on how far he is in his profession, Retro. like the level of debt that Thanks. comes with that, you Thanks. know, the schooling and all those types of things. Um, the added layer of the only child thing. Yep. Um, so it's kind of like you are the one that's left to mm-hmm. take care of your parent and that sort of thing, especially if they have a great relationship. Yep. Um, as she's getting older. So there's so many different factors in that particular circumstance. Yeah. Right. And then on other sides, there is just the dude who just has no ambition and, you know, is still looking for his mama Mm -hmm. in every woman, you know, um, and is afraid Mm -hmm. to leave the nest. So I think like in terms of how I would approach that situation for me now, like being in the mind that I'm in now and understanding and have a having a clearer understanding of what I want in life or whatever. I think everything boils down to communication. Yeah. Every there's no like cut and dry answer to this. Mm-hmm. There is socially a double standard of course. You're going to instantly it's going to be like, mm, you know what I mean? But then women will also get insecure if a man lives with his boy. And like as a roommate type thing. Oh, yeah. so what do you guys have and just bear yell over the house every weekend then? Yep. Or, you know, whatever. Like, there, it, it, there's there's never going to be like this idea. Or if he lives by himself, it could be like, oh, you probably, this is your little bachelor mm-hmm. pad. You probably got all types of women up in here. Da, 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 da. Like, you can't win. Yeah. So I think like it's really cir- circumstance from circumstance to circumstance. You know what I mean? I'm I'm not instantly the one to be like, you're workless. You yeah. know what I mean? Why don't you live on your own? You know what I mean? Because I, I need to know what it is. Like, what happened? Why, like, what's going on? You know? Yeah. Um, And then keep in mind, too, like, just taking yourself out of the, the typical box, you can live at home and still own three rental properties. Exactly. Like, hello? You know what I mean? Like, that is, like, where my head is at, like, my personal lifestyle. You know what I mean? So it's, like, but you people people don't know that. Yeah. And they'll make assumptions based on just what it looks mm-hmm. like or what it's going to look like on Instagram yeah. or whatever the case, you know? So. And the way these prices right now are going anyways, like, I'm finding even two people. I know people right now that are trying to find homes and it is virtually impossible for like them to find something to start a life. Like the whole idea of two people making a certain amount of money to get like a one bedroom is like the prices are astronomical. Yeah, and people are moving further away from the city yeah. too. But then it's like when you start to move further away from the city, it's like you're away from your family. Yeah. You're, it's inconvenient for work. Yeah. So there's like so many different circumstances. Whereas like, again, in, in you know, Asian, Indian cultures, whatever, um, even Caucasian cultures, it's like, 
this is a no-brainer. Yeah. Stay at home. Yeah. It's it's us. It's the big family, and we own this piece of property. Mm-hmm. And you know, you'll leave when you are married, and you're getting you you know you're building a life with somebody. Or exactly. Whatever the case may be, but it's like instantly for us culturally, it's it's something that's like looked down on. Yeah. You know, because um, even when I was living alone, and had to move back in with my mom, I felt like crap. Yeah. I remember I had my suitcases. It's like an ego thing too. Yeah, it was a huge mm-hmm. ego thing. Like I had my stuff in suitcases for a year and a half mm-hmm. because I'm like, I'm gonna be leaving soon. Yeah, I kept putting that in yeah, my head right. and putting the pressure. I just now started taking the clothes out of my suitcase. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, I'm staying yeah, here now. Right. Like my mom kind of fixed up my room and everything. She was like, you're not going anywhere for life for yeah. now. So just chill. Like it's just you and I in the house. Just come so back fine. and re and rejig the whole exactly. plan. You know what I mean? Um and I think yeah, but but the pride thing is a big thing in mm-hmm. that too, but I mean if that is homegirl's only deal breaker yeah. with this seemingly great guy, that's like interesting to me. Yeah. You know, um, and it's funny because like even another like common you know um, double standard is like the finance thing, mm-hmm. right? So it's always like, how would you feel if you made mm-hmm. more money than your dude or whatever? How would you feel? Is that something I've done it. Mm-hmm. I've done it in my past relationships. I've been the one to have the the good job, and again, this is when I was like in my early twenties, mm-hmm. um, even early thirties. I would be with men who were trying to. They were still in this process of figuring things out, mm-hmm. and I was still in that process too. But at least I was working, like I was in. I was in my field. They not so much. And I will I'm not even gonna lie, it put a strain on our relationship. Mm-hmm. I've I've had my license since I was like seventeen. And a lot of the guys that I was with, um, and I mean this is when I was younger, I would say, um, some of them lost their license, some of them just didn't have cars and whatever, and it was almost like I think that's where my alpha personality mm-hmm. came into play because I'm the one picking you, had no you choice. up. I'm the one like who's paying for dinners and so on. Mm-hmm. Even though you'd feel like crap when you try, and I've had situations where the card has declined, and it is the most awkward, like. I had that situation happen to me one time, and thank God it was once because that situation is by far one of the What did homie do or say? He looked at me. Like, he first of all, he tried it like three times. Oh, shit. And the server is just like, I'm going to come back. (laughs) And I'm looking at him, and he's looking at me. And I didn't even talk. I just pulled out my wallet. And he's like, he's like, no, no, no. I'm just like, then how is this going to be paid? I'm so embarrassed. Yeah, I'm like, how is this going to so be paid? I'm so embarrassed for him. And it's like, you're, I'm an empath. So 
I'm feeling like garbage as this is happening and I paid for it and I had to drive him home and that was like one of the longest drives in silence ever and he literally lived five minutes away so let me ask you a question mm-hmm. did your pussy get dry after that yes it did <laughs> <laughs> I would assume it would because yes, it I I'll share my story too yeah. but like because we are empaths I'm a yeah. huge empath as well and we you know don't want to make people feel awkward or yeah. embarrassed and all those things you're gonna take care of it yeah and you're going to you know reassure him mm-hmm. that no it's cool don't worry it's yeah. all good but there is something inside of me girl that is going to instantly dry up i'm sorry instantly i'm sorry lee i'm sorry instantly like mm. instantly Mm-mm. yeah yeah so yeah i totally understand um yeah i mean <laughs> real talk and here's the thing, it's good it's important to emphasize that you were much younger than you are yes. now. Because I absolutely can relate to that sort of mentality when I was younger. Yeah. You know, that sort of like you know, cuz we're I think at that time in life too, we were also establishing our um, independence. Yeah. So everything was, oh, I don't need you. Here, I got it. You know, that sort of, that sort of pride that mm-hmm. comes like when you're young in a relationship. Oh, if you, you know, if you don't want to do this for me, I can do it for myself. Mm-hmm. That sort of thing. That, that, that's, um, I think there's a maturity that comes in life, um, that kind of puts that thing to rest. Mm-hmm. Because now I don't need anybody or, you know, or anything to prove that I am self-sufficient exactly. and that I'm independent and that I make my own money and that I can provide for myself. I don't need to prove any of that. But do I still want to be taken care of to Absolutely. a degree? Absolutely. Do I still expect a man to be a provider? Yep. Absolutely, I do. Yep. Absolutely, I do, period. Yep. I don't care what it sounds like. Yep. Yes, I do. Yep. You know what I mean? So, I've definitely been in those situations. And here's the thing. Because I've also, you know, been with the guys where money wasn't a thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, you also get used to that. Mm-hmm. Right? Where it's like, yeah, order three lobsters. Mm-hmm. Order the whole bottle. Yep. Order that to go if you yep. want. Order, oh, yeah, we going, yeah, we balling out. You know what I mean? So, and that, truthfully, for the, for the guys that I've, like, wiped, like, been... In long-term relationships with um, which is not many that has been the situation yeah so anything outside of that like the little in-betweens where you're talking to somebody here and there and if there was ever sort of any financial struggle it was like it stood out to me mm-hmm. and I think like you know like yourself again I'm still gonna be there and supportive and but there's gonna be a part of me that friend zones you mentally yep because you can't take care of yourself yet. Yep. So, and I honor that. Mm-hmm. It's okay. I'm it's totally not going to push you or force you to take care of me. Mm-hmm. You know? So, pet peeve. And you know, 
You know us. I know your eyes are quick. You know women. Hello, women. Hey, girl. Hey. We have fast eyes. You know those little memes that be yep. popping up where a man's in his phone and a girl, and you just get these little, it's like Jay-Z and Beyonce and her yep. eyes just <laughs> over in the phone. Like, women, we slick. You know what I mean? So we see things and decide if we're going to acknowledge mm-hmm. them or not. Decide if we're going to let you know that we peep game. But we always peep game. So I've been around somebody who every time we were getting ready to pay for something, he would pay, but I'd always catch him checking his account first. Like, <laughs> like on the phone, like on the Lolo. Like, you know, when you oh pull God. up the, to your chest and you kind of angle yeah. away. You're like, so, you know, Monica, I see the green TD screen. I have it too. I do online banking too. I know what it looks like. <laughs> I'm a bitch. No, but sweetie. Oh if you're not secure in that moment, mm-hmm. don't do it. It's not for you. If you Ugh. know you're coming on road with me, you know what I mean? Make sure your shit is proper yep. before you, you know, because my chest is high. Thank you. Yeah, I'm going to say, you. I'm hungry. Let's just pull up at the keg real quick. Yep. You know, let me get a quick little lobster and steak for, for lunch. Or the scallops that's, with the bacon. That's like nothing to yep. me because I'm in a place where I'm going to, I spend my money for my convenience, yeah. you know, and my happiness and my sense of peace and whatever. So for me, I'm not, yes, I know the patty, you know, from Tennille's is going to stop the growling in my stomach. Mm-hmm. But if I don't feel that today, I'm not just going to do that because it's my only option. Yeah. Will I do that, you know, nine times out of ten? Absolutely. You know what I mean? Oof. But there's going to be this. So if we're rolling and we're on road and we're doing road and we're here and we're there and we're whatever, and I want to do something that costs money, already in my mind I'm prepared to pay for the thing that I suggested. Yep. You feel me? But your manly thing is kicking in and you're like, yeah, 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 you know? But then it's the it's the quick check, it's the quick transfer from the check into the like, savings boop, to the check. Boop. Don't, cause I'm I see it, I see it. At least do that in the car. <laughs> you know, at least get to the walk. No, here's what men. Hello, hi, good day, sir. If you need to do that, yeah, come to the establishment or whatever, mm-hmm. or like go to the washroom, yeah. and check your little shit out real yeah. quick, or like. You know, just have that bit of hindsight exactly. to say, you know what, we're on road, anything's possible, even if it's a little $200 that you say, let me just make sure I just have it on yep. deck. And $200 ain't money. But if we're literally just doing random shit, Mm-mm. you know what I mean? But, oh, child, like, Girl. it's an instant dry up. I'm insta- I will be your best friend, but do not think that I... I all of a sudden I'm gonna just be in this mood to be like all up into you because no and and it's not about money it's not about money it's like I was telling you a story where I said that you know if somebody is telling me you know I took my last to do this for Mm -hmm. you or something simple like you know get you get you lunch or bring you lunch to work or spent my last little gas money to this you know when we were Eight, 16, 17, 18, that shit was cute. Oh yeah. my God, look at him making sacrifices for me. 
I, I knew this one dude, like one guy that I talked to in high school. He was a West End guy. You know us East End girls. Yeah. We loved our little West Absolutely. End Absolutely. He would take the bus from my favorite restaurant in the, on Eglinton West and bring me the lunch. The lunch was cold by the time he got there on the but bus. An the hour late, but it was a yep. try, That counted at that time, you know? And But now it's like, if you're telling me that you're doing anything um, frivolous, like ex- extracurricular, and you're using your last yep. to do it, that's a red flag for me. Oh, yeah. Most because definitely. that's showing me that you are not, like, mature in your finances, like, in the managing of your finances. You don't have to be a millionaire to talk to me. Absolutely yeah. not. But I would have more respect for you if you said, you know what, my money's tied up in this right now, mm-hmm. or I have this bill to pay that's about to come out of my account, I can't do this right now. I agree. Like, whatever the it is. It, yeah. At that point, if I decide to stop talking to you or whatever, yeah. that's on me. Yeah. But you've done your due diligence yeah. in keeping it 100 yeah. and not living outside of your means. I knew this one dude, um, and... I was probably hanging out with him maybe like two summers ago or whatever. And we were just friends, Mm -hmm. you know. I've told you stories in the past. Um, But we were just friends who had like just great conversation. I wasn't like attracted to him Mm -hmm. sexually or whatever. So it never went there. But we always hung out. Like it's like, yo, you want to go get some food? Yo, you want to go to Wonderland? You want to... Like he was that friend, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Um, And... You know, he owned his house. He worked two jobs. Mm-hmm. He And when I met him, um, he was telling me that he was preparing to buy a new vehicle. Yeah. He was buying, like, a high-end vehicle. Um, and at the time that I met him, uh, he was driving, like, uh, like a... A little shitbox. Yeah. Like a little Honda Accord winter beater type of vibe. And that's what he pulled up in on our first date. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But we met each other at the place, at the restaurant. So it wasn't like whatever. And we had a great old time. And then weeks later, he brought that up to me. He's like, you know, I really rate you because you didn't judge me when you saw what I pulled up in. And I was like, in my head, I was like, why would I? You're not, I mean, me and you is nothing. Like, Mm -hmm. you just came in your vehicle. Like, I don't have, I'm not in a place to, like, judge you off of that. You know what I mean? Um, Because he he had mentioned to me that he was, like, saving his money to get his high-end vehicle Mm -hmm. that he always wanted, and he didn't want to finance it, Mm -hmm. didn't want to lease it. He just wanted to buy it cash so he didn't have to worry about payments and stuff, which is why it was taking a bit longer. And within probably the first three months of me knowing him by the summertime he had that vehicle yep and i respected that so much because he had integrity Mm -hmm. he wasn't just trying to like get me wet off of being like oh yeah i'm about to buy this whip and you don't know you know what i mean or whatever he was just at the level that he was at Mm -hmm. humbly and was like 
I'm not going to take on any debt, so I'm going to work this extra job, I'm going to do this extra shift, and I'm saving this money, and I'm not dipping into this money over here because this money is for my house. Yeah. But this money, I decided, is for my car that I'm going to treat myself with. Good for him. And I respected him to the fullest because of that because he was no millionaire, but he was, like, financially responsible. Yeah. You know, and 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 that's how I view yes. myself as well. So I appreciate that trait in mm-hmm. people. But when you're trying to live outside of your means to impress me, thanks or impre- put on like not even just you, just in general. Yeah, like try to like, and I show can up. see it. Yeah. It's like ill, ill insecurities to the max. Yeah, totally. So with that being said, um, <laughs> since that being like a pet peeve so on because I've been in situations where obviously a guy try to show up and show out financially Mm -hmm. and at the end of the day he really did not have certain things in order Mm -hmm. and I ghosted him like (laughs) flat out ghosted him. I'm hearing this word a lot lately. Yeah I flat out ghosted him and one of the reasons oh god and I know he's not listening probably yeah definitely not listening to the podcast and again I was watch him text 20s. you on the track um oh, that girl hey you hey. remember me i heard you're telling them the story yes dude because it took forever for me to get my money back money back yes girl oh, so in my Lord 20s Jesus. in my 20s story time in my 20s met this guy and cool chill attractive like good looking everything went on a date got a few drinks mm-hmm. you're feeling saucy you're feeling mm-hmm. alive the sexual chemistry is there everything so i'm a grown woman mm-hmm. and i was feeling a little you know in the mood yeah in the mood okay so we he told me to park yeah before we went to the restaurant he told me to park my car at his no sorry we drove to the restaurant together then he's just like all right um there's like a little jesus there's like a little forest (laughs) Mm mm-hmm a little forest right around the corner let's like hang out there i'm like cool no problem we're not coming out the car that is no no texas james going on we're staying in the car so i'm in my car he's in his car and he's just like all right cool come in my car i'm like all right cool whatever going in his car makeout session hey full-on makeout session clothes come off yada 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 were you guys in the back seat or the front seat? Back seat. Okay. So clothes come off, everything. His body banging, mm-hmm. banging. All of a sudden, I'm seeing these lights. <laughs> Sirens? Sirens. <laughs> Sirens, Regin. So I'm prong. Instantly prong. But you don't want, you want to play it off. Like... <laughs> 
Like, you're not pro. Did you reach for your shirt? Like, what's your not first Not me. Seat? I didn't reach for my shirt. So you were just going to get my shirt was all the way to the front seats. So if they knocked on the door, you would have done. Okay, go on. So his, his car was tinted. So I'm just like, all right, cool. Like, they can't see. They can't see. Whatever. They're just going to drive past. So heart's beating fast. But I'm still like, I don't want to, I don't want to act like I'm nervous. I'm still trying to play it cool. So all of a sudden, I'm seeing the sirens come closer, closer, closer. And then it stops behind us. So I'm in the middle of kissing him. I'm looking at him and I'm like, okay, this is weird. And as soon as I was about to get my shirt, knock on the door lord jesus take me now so i'm like okay all right he's like excuse me excuse me so dude winds down the window i am basically like naked i'm trying to cover up myself dude has his like he has no shirt on and he cop is just like license and registration he hands him his license and the registration. The guy, the cop goes to the, to the cop car. And dude is looking at me, paranoid. So I was just like. You seem a little too nervous. Yeah, you seem a little too nervous. Wow, wow. What the fuck's going on? It's like, my license is suspended. I'm like, excuse me? Mm. He's like, yeah, my license is suspended. I'm like, so what now? He's just like, I don't know. Cop comes. And he's just like, sir, do you know your license is suspended? He's like, no, I didn't know. And I'm looking at this nigga and I'm just like, <laughs> keep in mind, like, I got my shirt on now and I'm just pissed. Yes. Why did they call a tow truck? <gasps> no. Wait. They called a tow truck. Oh, but your car was still My there. car was in front. Okay. Of his. They called the tow truck. Dude. <laughs> goes outside i'm inside i'm inside his car because i'm just like you can go outside i'm staying inside i want to get a little warm because it was a little chilly outside i'm like i'm staying in your car whatever till a truck comes and i'm literally like i'm like this is not happening right now this is not happening right now so there's a part of me that still feels a little bad because i'm just like this is bad like instantly obviously my pussy's wet because it's like i mean not wet sorry dry because I'm like, this is, this yeah, is just, this is not, this is, this is not, not turn on. this is like, I'm so turned off right now. Yeah. So turned off. But it's a part of me that feels like, okay, I feel bad. My nigga, why did the tow truck man come? I get in my car. He was just like, yo, can I take a ride with you to my house? Ew. So I'm just like, all right, come. Mm-hmm. Drives to the car, the tow truck is i'm behind the tow truck guy he comes out the car tow truck guy's asking for money why did the man ask me for money (gasps) no seriously ask me for money ew 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 and i'm just like we're at your house what happened and he's just like it's like three hundred dollars i'm like I can't give you $300. So, like, I don't know what you're going to do. So he goes upstairs and tries to scrounge 
for cash. And he's just like, I'm short. And you know, I had to give him $150. How old were you? I was 27. Hmm. 27. I hmm. literally, there was a Scotia Bank across the street. I went, got the Scotia, got the money. I gave him 150 and just handed it to him. And before he could even say thank you, I drove off. Like, Ew. just drove off. Disgusting. Drove off. And I was livid. Why couldn't he go to the Scotia Bank? With his own card. Thanks. Thanks. This Ew. dude was ringing off my phone. Of course. For days. For days. And all I kept texting him is, whenever you get a chance, give me back my 150. Yep. That's it. Like, we're not having no conversation. Like, did he give it back? He gave me, he gave it back. How long did it take? It took him two weeks. Two weeks. He met me at, um, he told me to pick it up. Not too far from him. It was like a Moxie's right by him. And he was just like, oh, you're not going to come inside? I'm like, no, no, no. I got to go. Come inside where? Thanks. Bish, where? Thanks. For what? Thanks. He was like, I want to explain. I'm like, explain what? Wow. And like, I go, like, this dude was like. Oh, that's ghosting material. Ghost. 101. Ghost. Ghost. I see this man on the road and literally look through him. Like, I've seen him on the road with women and look right through him. Aren't you just like, sis, get away while you can? Oh, I feel like that a lot of times. Trust me. Me, mm. trust me, like, yeah. So like, there's been situations where ghosting was a thing, where it was just like, yeah, you're being ghosted. And you know what's funny? I mean, <laughs> I ghost people all the time. Yeah. Without any re- big up relation with. Oh, them. trust me. It's like if I'm just if I'm not feeling it. And here's the thing, I guess it considered ghosting in the relationship world but i like to refer to it as protecting my peace <laughs> my energy in my adulting life yeah if you're not adding to my feng shui mm-hmm. then like yeah bye no long talking yeah see young that's why i keep asking you how old yeah. you were in these situations because sharona in her early 20s 100 percent the the people pleaser in me the passive aggressor in me definitely kept people around longer than they deserve to be around but grown-ass sharona oh hell no boo-boo bye and that's when i get the dms oh so you turned big hollywood on me now you can't even talk to people how's your new baby i thanks how you doing how you need some diapers Get your priorities straight and leave me alone. And what I find interesting is that I've been hearing a lot of stories of women actually being ghosted, too, which right. is which is interesting. Wild. Yeah. yeah, and it, that happens a lot with online dating. I was like, gonna ask you yeah. about that. Yeah, because I could imagine that that would be the place where a lot of ghosting happens. Because yeah, you're kinda like okay, my question is. How many days would it take for you to 
talk to somebody to then determine like in the online setting Mm -hmm. for that like how long is it kind of like hey if I don't have chemistry with you after our first conversation ghost if I don't have chemistry with you after our first three days ghost like in the online world I mean it varies because usually a lot of times people put their their representative first like the person that you would want mm-hmm. to be their their best foot forward. Mm-hmm. So um, the first time is usually cool and whatever you talk to you talk to them over the phone, everything's good. Um, I mean, I've ghosted people within the first initial conversation where it's just mm-hmm. like, yeah, we don't we don't jive. Like there's mm-hmm. just something that's not clicking. I've been ghosted by guys, Mm. too, where it's just like, we both kind of feel like, "Mm, yeah, it's, it was good online, and then when we came on the phone, and maybe it was my um, persona that they didn't like, or maybe it was theirs, um, we didn't mesh, there was a guy who... I thought we meshed Mm -hmm. like it was good Mm -hmm. and he was attractive and so on but it's very interesting you always have to follow your gut because when I first met him it was it felt it felt sketchy it felt really 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 sketchy just like where he was from and then he moved here and just the certain lifestyle that he was in in the past so he said and when he would ask me certain questions I was like, my responses were very like, very independent. Like I do this, I do this, I have this job, I, I make my own money, I do this. It was a very like a, I'm a very empowered woman, and I can sense that kind of. He needed you to be more needy. Maybe more needy, and when I was talking to my homegirl about it, and I showed him a pitch, I showed her a picture of him, and she's just like, that dude looks like a pimp. I was just going to ask you, was he a pimp or an ex-pimp or... Yeah, she's like, that dude looks like a pimp. Because they're going to, they want certain traits in women. So if they're too strong and too, they can't mind fuck you. Exactly. Right? Into being like, it might not even be the extreme of like, yo, go work for me. Yeah. But it could be the thing of like, um, let me make all the financial decisions. Yeah. Let me hold this money for you. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's like that type of thing. I'm not like, oh, he had the chains and whatever. It wasn't even like that. It was just looking at him and the conversations that we had. And sex wasn't really like we didn't have those conversations, but just in terms of my delivery and what I was saying every time he would ask me a question, it was it seemed that could have been the life that he was in. Because he said that he used to do um be a drug dealer in the past and so on i'm like okay people change and whatever but did he say what he did currently sales what kind of sales thanks that's sales. all he's sales he's selling pussy. sales exactly <laughs> selling drugs yep and he went like mia and there was a time where i messaged him like i think the day after and i was like hey what's going on and i tried calling him i didn't get him and he was just like yo i'm gonna call you back i'm gonna call you back and he never called me back and i'm like yeah. Well, you have to thank God for that ghost, girl. Bridget. Because. Thanks. That my was... first, like, my first inkling about him was just like, 
yeah, there's something off. off. But let me give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. And then, boom. Yo, that benefit of the doubt will Trust get the girls me. in trouble. Let Trust me tell me. you. Trust me. I, I know that for sure as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, it's interesting. And, you know, yeah, because that's a very interesting thing, thing that you say that, like, you know, obviously he had a ton of things going on in his life, but it's like part of a reason why a girl would get ghosted in this day would be stuff like, you know, um, you're not you're not needy enough. Mm-hmm. I don't see myself being of value yeah. or being needed in your life. So I need somebody who needs me around and that sort of thing, which also kind of speaks to like a level of insecurity Facts. for me as well. Yeah, like I, I never think that you should lead with that sort sort of vibe of like, I don't need you, I don't need anybody, and this is that because that's not swag either. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because that has pride in it too. But the thing of being too like, I'm waiting on you to change my life. Mm. Yeah. No. Totally not a fan. No, no, no. Okay. Well, let's take a break. Yes. And um, hear a word from our sponsors. And we'll be right back. And now, word from our sponsor. That's me. <laughs> um, as I mentioned before, guys, that um, a short film called Roni... Um, out of CrossFit House Productions, um, got accepted into our first film festival, yay! Toronto Short Film Festival, which will be taking place um, from March 16th to the 20th. Uh, so if anyone wants to come out and support it, um, you can definitely hit up our website, crossfieldhouseproductions.com, for tickets and info. Our viewing, we will have a one-time viewing at on the first day, so opening night of the festival, March 16th. Um, it's a Monday. And our viewing time is 9.15. So if you're downtown, if you're in the area, all the info in terms of where it is and cost and all that stuff is, um, the link will be at our website, crossfieldhouseproductions.com. So yeah, come check it out. Have yourself a good little time. You know how we do a CHP. And uh, yeah, that's it. Let's get back to the show. So now we are off to dry cleaning the spilled tea. Mm-hmm. I so I love that phrase. <laughs> like, I love that. I love that title. It's so good. It's so good. So obviously, everybody has been talking about this. Everybody and their grandmother has been talking about love is blind. Mm-hmm. Love is blind. Okay, so. Sharona has mixed reviews. I actually got her. What? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> okay, I semi got Sharona on Love is Blind. Semi. Semi. We skipped through so much. Yes. I had she to get fell a asleep. Skim. She yes. fell asleep like during the first episode. Her commentary was ridiculous. She definitely has her views. I've been hooked because of my sister. My sister got me on it. Oh, and the reason why I'm hooked, or the reason why I was hooked, because I'm finished, um, is because 
I looked at myself and I'm like, I could never be on this show. Like I could, my anxiety would kill me. The fact that I'm talking to somebody like, and, and I don't know what they look at and I have this connection and the only way they can meet me is if they propose, what? And then when we meet for the first time, I have to be like, oh my God, like what? Like, what if I look at him and he's like, he's not what I'd want. Like, I'm not gonna, I'd run the next way. Like, I, what would, like, I'm sorry. I need, I need to be attracted to you. Like, I don't have to, you don't have to drop dead. But there has to be that physical connection. Mm-hmm. It's very important to me. Um, yes. So, as Janelle said, um, um, <laughs> I was totally not interested in this show at all. And then, of course, I'm seeing all these people, oh, my God, oh, my God, mm-hmm. on social media. So I hit her up, and I'm like, yo, what is this about? And she, like, forced me yes. to skim through you know, whatever. And instantly, I'm like, okay, who hired these actors? Oh. Like, instantly, I'm just like, you don't see that this is fake. Like, this is, like, it's not to say they're scripted, but it's yeah. like, it's like, they're, to- they're, they already know, like, the thing. Like, you, they already know. Like, this is so... Hater. Corny and so damn fake. Hater. And then you have to, <laughs> you have to put, like, some monkey wrench in there to kind of you know shake things oh, up, which we'll get to in a second. But it's just like as I'm watching, I'm okay. I'm like, okay, look at the background actors at the wedding. <laughs> this girl's fully smiling while there is a dramatic situation <laughs> happening. This girl's lying to herself. Oh my god, I'm so happy. It's my favorite. <laughs> but with all of that said, yes, Sharona the live for experience yes to talk about it later sharona the artist sharona the like writer you know i'd probably do it mm-hmm. i would go on i would do that experiment okay like with absolutely no like intention like real yeah. intention I, i'm not going to marry the yeah. person mm-hmm. but in terms of the genuine like opportunity to meet somebody and learn about their personality mm-hmm. behind this screen yeah that was interesting to me okay and if that was something that was it's kind of like speed dating yeah right it really is if that was something that was really set up here in toronto or something like that or wherever maybe not mm-hmm. in toronto maybe not in toronto yeah not in toronto. um but uh just anywhere mm-hmm. i would probably for the shits and giggles i would probably do it and okay. I, I would be completely genuine on my end. Yeah. But because of that, if I'm not feeling you, I'm also going to say that. Absolutely. Too. For you sure. know what I mean? But just for like the experience of it, I would. Because I'm looking at this, I'm like, could I see myself in this position like in a real way? Yeah. Absolutely friggin' not. Yeah. But in the experimental, let's not judge a book by its cover sort of yeah. way and, and have this ex- unique experience. Okay. I would do it, funny enough. Like, not to that whole extreme of, like, going to get my wedding dress fit. Yep, because they of do. Because I'm not they doing do. none of that when I already don't know I'm not going to be with you. Yeah. But the whole, but then here's the thing. As I'm watching this, and you, and you clarified to me that you're only going to meet each other 
once you propose and say I do. Yep. And then you're only going to go to Mexico once you have a fiancé. Yes. I'm like, okay, everybody's here for the free trip. Exactly. Like, duh. Nigga, we want to go to Mexico. Let's just get this part over with and let's go turn up in Mexico on somebody else's dime. Yep, and in a beautiful hotel. Like, like hello. Yeah. That was like a no-brainer to me instantly. Yes. <laughs> so, which brings us to the topic here. So, Carlton um, is a contestant on the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, he matches with this girl named Diamond. And these are black people. Yes, these are black people. And um, Carlton obviously says that he has a secret and doesn't tell Diamond the secret until he proposes and they're in Mexico. Mm -hmm. And they are in Mexico, everything's good, blah, blah, blah. He's acting super awkward because obviously he has a secret to tell. And um, long story short, he ends up telling her that he he's bisexual. And her reaction was calm, chill, and so on. The next day, they talked at the pool and she's letting him know how she was feeling and um, basically kind of told him about his shit. And it wasn't even in a wrong way. Like, she wasn't rude. She wasn't, like, calling him out of his name or anything. She was very respectful. Dude got super defensive Mm -hmm. and made it all about him, played victim, Mm -hmm. talked about her her wig. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She dashed... Um, a drink in his face and at the end of the day they didn't end up getting married and yeah of course not so with all that being said with something such like a big secret like that like I've been listening to different podcasts Mm -hmm. yes I've been listening to different podcasts and there's been a lot of mixed reviews in terms of when it comes on to sexuality or just in general like if you have such a big secret like that, when do you tell somebody? Because I mean, at the end of the day, your business is your business. But at the same time, something like that should definitely come up. And again, even with the whole double standard thing, when women say, you know, I've had experiences with women and what if whatever, it's like applaud. Like, men are just like, oh yeah. God, that's so hot. It's so hot, whatever, whatever. Even when you tell your girls, they're like, okay, girl, whatever. You kissed a girl, you did this. Cool. But as soon as a man does that, like, has another relation with another man, it's a totally different situation. Mm-hmm. If he's not um, identifying as a gay male. Exactly. So, like, when, when do you tell somebody that well going back to this whole mess of a show (laughs) that particular situation even though again of course you got to throw in the the monkey wrench of the black and it had to be the black couple which is just trash for the reveal and it's like it's like okay so that's one thing but this circumstance was all of the extremes Mm -hmm. right so it's not just we're dating and we're going on a Mm one-two date it is 
we are about to quote unquote get married. Mm-hmm. We're going. You're going to be my fiance. So the stakes are way higher. Mm-hmm. So for me, I understand where both were two where different parties would say different things. Mm-hmm. One person would say, you know, um, well, I don't disclose all my business to everybody. Yeah. Ray, Ray, Ray. And then the other person would be like, no, put it all out on the front line. So mm-hmm. then I can have a true opportunity to determine if I'm gonna ride with you or not but don't kind of twist my arm or avoid certain um, truths about yourself because you're thinking I'm gonna prejudge you and because you not telling me will make me judge you as well in a different way so my response to that would be there are certain non-negotiable hot topics that need to be said right away Obviously, the obvious, are you in a relationship with somebody? Mm-hmm. Does somebody else think that you're in a relationship? Because you got to be yep. real specific these days. Yep. Okay. Um, are you married? You know, do you have children? Yes. And 100%, what is your sexual preference mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be? How do you identify in the world? Are you, you know, do you just like women? Do you like men and women? Do you yep. like men? Have you dabbled in that? Like, you know what I mean? It's like, I think those are immediate things mm-hmm. to make known yeah. from men and women. Mm-hmm. Because here's the reality. If you're a bisexual male or female or gay male or female, that's how you live your life. Exactly. And you should be, you know, loud and proud about that if that's how you live your life. Mm-hmm. So why is it convenient to use the thing of oh I don't need to tell you my business when it comes to that if that's how you live your everyday life exactly you know what I mean like so I just don't take that as an excuse like absolutely tell me you know what I mean don't think for me Mm -hmm. don't think that you know I'm automatically not gonna be about it I could be you know bisexual too and just whatever or I could be like okay you're figuring yourself out Mm -hmm. or I can be like you know what that's not for me but I need to be able to know that yeah and it's and and then it's like I feel like if you put things out there that's mandatory but but full-on details in the very beginning is not mandatory yeah we don't need to know when it happened how it happened when like all that stuff it's like the kids situation it's like do you have kids? Yes, I have kids. I have a daughter and a son. I have a little daughter. Blah. That's like frontline information. Yeah. Do I need to meet your children right away? Absolutely not. Because you are then in control of, you know, who I'm going to be or who I'm not going to be in your yeah. life. If me and you stop talking after two months, I don't need to know your kids. They don't need to know me because I'm not around your life. So you don't got to just keep bringing all these new people to meet your kids. Mm-hmm. I want, For men and women, I 100% agree with that. But should I know off top that you have children? Absolutely. Yeah. Should I know if you like men and women mm-hmm. from the beginning? Yes, I should. Yeah. Do I need to know when your last threesome was or that, that, that? No. You know what I mean? And and it's it's kind of like people, like the question of like people's sexual past. How many mm-hmm. sexual partners have you had and that, that, that? Like those are fine line details that you don't need to tell. Like, you know no. what I mean? But it's like, though, let's get to the real core issues. Like, where do you stand right now? What do you identify as right now? I agree. So... 
I think homeboy was wrong for not telling homegirl in that time where you're talking for weeks and weeks getting to know each other. Then his true-ass colors popped out when he started to go buck on her and started to, like, you know, diss her and start to play victim. I was just like, ew. I wanted her to push his little ass in the pool so bad. So I was happy when she threw the drink in his face because I was like, yes. You need a little something in there. Don't, because he is just doing nastiness right yep. now by trying to play victim and everybody, and, and that everybody leaves me. I was so like, oh my God. Yeah, how he handled it was trash. And was trash. what I, that, that excuse of, oh, if I tell you, then you'd leave me. I've heard that excuse, especially yeah. with men who have, who hide their kids. That's whacked to me. Like, perfect example, one online, where they ask you if you have kids or not. You know, some men actually put, I prefer not to say, why? (laughs) Why do you prefer not to say, these are your children? Mm -mm. I I don't understand. And I called them out. And I'm just like, do you have children, yes or no? And they're just like, yeah. Then I'm like, why would you not put that on there? Like, what are you hiding? I don't understand. And that whole thing of, oh, I'm afraid if I tell you how many children I have, or if I have a child, then you'd leave me. That is my choice. That is mm-hmm. my choice. Like, everybody has choices. It's, if you tell me something and I'm not okay with it, or it's yeah, just not conducive to choice. my lifestyle or whatever, then I'm out. Mm-hmm. And just like how you have a choice, whatever it is that you may not like about me, you could leave. But all this deception shit off of, like, the initial of us meeting that's not cool we can't base off our relationship initially off deception hell no yeah that's a turn off to me like and i think just like i'm just in a place in life where like i rather know your truth even if it's ugly Mm -hmm. like quote unquote just live your truth exactly you know what i mean because it's and in the beginning of anything is the best time to just lay it off yeah and then and then you know in defense of the people who like he you know, the same dude who, you know, homegirl was not accepting of him being bisexual or whatever. I mean, partially because of how he was moving with her and yeah. stuff. Like, he, he, he put the extra sauce on it. But, you know, for her, I don't think there's anything wrong or a person should be looked at as, oh, you're just like everybody else. If you decide for yourself that, you know what, being with a bisexual man is not the thing for me. Yep. So I'm going to gracefully bow out of this. Thank you for sharing that with me. Exactly. I respect you, but it's not what I want in my life. Why can't that be respected? Yep. Why does it have to, oh, you're not a writer. You're just like everybody Ugh. else. You're just going to leave me in my time. It's like, it's like I know Joe Bunn and them. We listen to them all the time, and they make jokes. And, and he was talking about something like, you know, um, gone are the days when you have a, a, um, a woman who would stay with you through thick and thin and the thick and thin that they were referring to was cheating mm-hmm. you know they were talking about Kobe and Vanessa and we were just saying you know um, she stayed with him throughout the scandal of mm-hmm. the cheating and XYZ but you don't find girls like that anymore yep. and Ma was like putting it into perspective and was saying like well 
at the same time, you're not really spending 10 plus years with a person these days. It's exactly. like, yo, if I'm not feeling you, you know, or if you cheat on me in the first four months of our relationship, it's like deuces. Mm-hmm. So, and, and I was listening to these men talk about, you know, what, gone are the days that where you have a rider of a woman mm-hmm. in that sense. And I said, well, what about just not cheating? Like, that was the yeah. thought that came to my mind. Like, why... Why is your ride or dieness um, determined by what you what you like accept mm-hmm. in your life that you wouldn't normally accept? You know what I'm saying. Agreed. So with this woman, it's like she doesn't have she's her deciding to not be with a bisexual man does not make her a non-ride or die person. It means that is not what fits in her scope of how she views her life and her relationship. And that's okay. You know what I mean? It's like when we were younger too, it's like, oh, so you're gonna come visit me in the bin? Are you gonna, you know, so can I count on you when I get out? And, And then at that age, you know, when you're in your teens and early 20s, you you're, you take pride mm-hmm. in that title of being a rider and stuff like that. But then, as a grown-ass woman, I'm like, mm, it doesn't hit the same. Exactly. I will be a rider for you in other areas of life. But if you're making irresponsible decisions or whatever, I don't need to, like, be around to just clean up your mistakes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, or that should not be the determining factor of, like, if I'm down for you or not. Yeah. How about I'm a rider because I'm helping you see that those are not the right decisions to make. Exactly. You know, how about I'm a rider because I'm telling you to invest your money as opposed to buying the next piece of jewelry. Mm-hmm. Or whatever the case may be, you know? So this whole love is blind thing is just like, bruh. <laughs> and the thing about it is too is that even when he told her, she was like, calm like obviously yeah, it was, there was like a state she, of shock yeah of course but like she was processing she, yeah she was processing and rightfully it. so and then even when he turned around and was crying and she was putting her hands on his back he like, expected her to get over it in a day exactly like, oh yesterday you were patting my back now today you're mad like what get over and it and she wasn't even mad she was just trying to say her point like it was just trash. Mm. And homies, remember how I asked you, I was like, who paid for these rings? And the way he dashed it in the pool, you know his ass didn't pay for that. I was like, oh, that was a production ring. That was a, that was a prop ring. Yep. Okay. That was the first thing I asked you. That was you. straight I asked off my the shelf too. at Walmart. Yeah. My sister was just like, oh, didn't you see the credits? They actually, they actually um, have like the jeweler's name and so on in the credits. Wow. Because like, where did they get those rings? How did that happen? But, yeah, reality TV is something else. Yeah. And I want to know from you guys, like, I know I'll get DMs and and (laughs) WhatsApp messages. Like, would you go on a show like this? Like, male and women, like, is this something, like, if they had, you know, a casting, because you got to call it a casting, um, in Toronto or whatever, is this something that you would do and be genuine or mm-hmm. is it just like yo I'm going in here for the hype and my sister wanted to put me on married at first sight like she was adamant oh my gosh and I'm like again you, somebody's matching me up with somebody that I don't know and I like you're married that t- like, like and, and, no. and, and, and honestly just on a different level I know this is all entertainment and whatever 
but it kind of just doesn't sit right with me like when they because what i said to you in, in the voice note i sent you the other day was why do they have to jump to the extreme of marriage yeah. why couldn't it just be let's see where we you know let's do this whole fun experiment and then you know let's date for six months or whatever the case may be but when you when everything needs to end in marriage so inorganically yeah. to me you're just putting you're making yeah. a mockery, you're making a mockery of what marriage stands for yeah whether you believe in marriage or not whether whatever you're whatever but for what marriage stands for you know just in the world it's like it's not a play play thing i agree so when you're putting it in these little play play scenarios it's like you guys are being disrespectful i agree you know but anyway that is that on that so my off-figure tip is piggybacking from what I mentioned in the beginning about the job that um, God took away from me um, for the good mm-hmm. and just learning to just let nature take its course. Um, one of the reasons why I felt that I needed that job at first is because I was trying to juggle all of these jobs at once I felt that the financial strain was being upon me and I'm like you know I need this job it's important Um, it was the only like pretty much stable job that I had even though it was like two or three days a week it was one that I knew that wasn't really going to end anytime soon Um, the other jobs I have are more contract and it's an ongoing contract if anything but this one just seems secure but learning to let go was something that I struggled with in the past. Um, I thought I can do it all. And what ended up happening was I was so focused on that one job and my other jobs ended up failing in the process. Mm. And um, I had to take a look at it and be like, okay, I can't be... As much as I would love to be jack of all trades here and I'm being pulled left, right, and center... I felt, for me personally, even just uh, taking my dad to the doctors and so on, this job wasn't conducive to my lifestyle. And um, it was a hard pill to swallow. And luckily, God was just like, all right, you're taking too long. I'm just going to pull the plug. And when I walked out of that job, I mean, like I said, I felt a little way about it, but there was a sigh of relief and I just learned, I had to learn that it was going to be okay. And then, like I said, another opportunity came. So really being okay to let go Mm -hmm. is pretty much my off figure tip. Like knowing that everything happens for a reason and that like... You don't have to not take fighting on fighting against it. Yeah, not fighting yeah. against it, and you don't have to take on all of these multiple jobs and so yeah. on, all these multiple things. Because it was starting to take a toll on my body, to be honest. Like mm-hmm. I was being pulled left, right, and center, and I didn't realize it because it took. Although the job was very easy, it still took a lot for me. I had to wake up early and drive about an hour. Mm. to get to this place and only be there for like what three hours or so but in my head I'm like those those three to four hours 
for two days a week would gain me this amount of money and I'd be good. And I'm like, if I lose this job, then what's gonna happen? And so on and so on. And then it's been three to four weeks and I've been okay. Yeah. And so, then a new opportunity came up. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So just learning to just let go and let God is my off figure tip. Nice. Okay. Thank you. Um, so yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening mm-hmm. again, tuning in. Um, again, we get the messages. When's the next one? I'm waiting. I'm waiting. We're working on it, you know. Um, and yeah, you know, we'd love to hear your questions, comments as well. We, we do have some other topics that have been brought to our attention from some people yes. um, that we'll talk about soon, you know. Um, but yeah, hit us up on the Instagrams, you know, behind the stage on Instagram. Um, you can email us behind at uh, behind the stage, the with an A at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, just just uh, keep rocking with us because we thank you and we're growing this thing. And and like I said earlier, it was just this is so therapeutic you know and thank you guys for the comments you know the people who show us love and just tell us even like how natural we sound in just having our conversations and I think like we're we this has always been us now there's just a mic around um but I I know that that's really important to me Mm -hmm. I never want to seem or sound like we're doing it for the pod you know what i mean like because i agree that's when it becomes corny yeah so thank you guys for acknowledging just you know um that we just we're just being who we are yes thank you you guys yeah um so i i didn't mention um earlier in my sort of two-week recap but i had just started a new series of acting classes Awesome. Um, yeah, so which I'm really happy about. I go once a week and um, I'm just in love, you know, with learning my craft. I am like a newborn baby in that. No matter how many things I've written, directed, acted, produced, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, I come in there so humble and just ready to learn and explore. And one thing um, that's going to be my quote for today is one thing that my acting teacher said so for the all the actors out there who are aspiring um, who might be listening um we were talking about delivering lines and you know just line delivery and he said as an actor your job is not to deliver lines but to deliver life Mm. And that really hit me because I was like, yes, like we get so caught up in being word perfect, mm-hmm. like saying the words perfectly that they how they're written. But when you are delivering life, you're just being yeah. you're just in the situation. Mm-hmm. And it may seem like an easy concept, but it's you'll learn how difficult it is at times to just be you know and so I take that as an actress but then I also kind of put that in my everyday life so even if you're not an actor or in entertainment in any kind of way like I think the core part of that message is to truly just live the truth of the matter love it which then kind of like circles back to everything we were just talking about hello full circle see what I did there (laughs) 
Alright, guys. Bye. Take care. Peace. <laughs> Look, I know girls love Beyonce. Girls love to fuck with your conscience. Girls hate when niggas go missing. It's shawty, you ain't no this different. Is one of my favorite These days it's hard to meet women. Feel like and my we love life is finished. I've been avoiding commitment. Beyonce. That's why I'm in this position. I'm Belly scared to let somebody in on this. No new friends, no, no, no. You know how this shit go. You got your fair share of admirers that call your phone. Try to act like it's just me, but I am not alone. But if you're alone, then.